Listener, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you'll see that I'm at the Comedy Condo at the Comedy Works in Denver. One of my favorite clubs in the country. What a, what a gift. What a, what a gift this career is. I'm staying at this cool, this cool little condo by my, all by myself. Hello, Bottom. Hello, Bottom. Um, this week, huge guest. I met her in Austin at the Moon Tower Fe- Comedy Festival. Monet Exchange. I mean, just a phenomenal conversation, both raunchy and like very fulfilling for your soul. We talk about the longest blowjob she's ever given. Fucking straight men in drag. Not the straight men. She's in drag. And how liberating drag was for, for um, her gender euphoria and her gender journey. Um, obviously, you, you know her. She's got a huge podcast. You should go check it out. And, you know, from RuPaul's Drag Race. But honestly, Monet Exchange is just one of the funniest people I've ever spoken with. I mean... She is on fire. She was on fire at Moon Tower, and that show is in our Patreon, actually. If you go to patreon.com slash WHS, you can watch it. Um, her and Maddie, I mean, it's just, it's fire. It's just nonstop laughs. Um, so, yeah. And then um, I've got DC, Philly, uh, a bunch of shows in the South, Atlanta. A lot of these are sold out. Atlanta, um, oh, my God, Minneapolis, Toronto, Detroit coming up, Kansas City, and then Boston and Portland to round out the New Year. Oh, Salt Lake City. Um, yeah, huge shows, massive venues. I mean, it's just, it's such a gift. Like, thank you guys so much. You, you, you really have changed my life. And, you know, thanks for sticking by me through so many things, through my breakup, through, you know, getting back together, which my hair looks really bad. Listener, I hope, you know, I can't return it to you in the same way. But if you're going through something right now, big life change, good or bad, I know it could be very destabilizing, you know? So I hope this podcast feels like a little slice of of continuity in your life like something you can come back to comfort continuity it's early man all right thanks guys have a good week listener this episode is brought to you by helix my absolute favorite mattress i am getting the best sleep of my life on a helix and you can too if you go over and take their little quiz their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I gave a blowjob that goes down in history as one of the longest blowjobs I've ever given. I, this is not an exaggeration. I was sucking his dick for an hour and 20 minutes long, Okay. <gasps> I wasn't taking breaks because I was like, I didn't want to think I was a quitter or like, or I wasn't like devoted to him. So I'm like, so I'm like on my knees, my fucking knees get tired. So I go side saddle to get my knees a break so the blood can get back to my knees and my fucking thigh fell asleep. So I'm back on my knees. Then I honestly, yeah. I just start slapping his dick on my forehead. I'm like, let me try to do some, some new shit. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> So glad that you're here because that live pod. Oh my th- god, that live pod was that live pod so was like fun. It was maybe so fun. my favorite live pod of all time, and I hate live. It was pods. so fun. <laughs> yeah, that one was a good one. <laughs> it was fun. I just yeah, it was really really fun, and you were phenomenal on it, and you were so funny. And do you so do you do stand up? Yeah, I do stand up. Yeah, I loved your hour at Moon Tower. 
thank you in the year but this past year i wrote a one-woman show so i'm doing that now for the next year which is honestly a lot of fun which it is basically just stand up and like some really sentimental have you seen um rough annual by jared carmichael Oh my God, love it! Yeah, it's in that vein. So I stand up with like some little, some some little vulnerable moments and stuff. It's, it's actually really fun. So I'm doing that for the next year and a half. So you touring yeah. that? Yeah, I'm touring that in um, April, May of 24. But I did it in Edinburgh. Have you all been to that Fringe Festival? I did that this year. I, I will say this. I loved doing the Fringe Festival. The city of Edinburgh was fucking cold at the beginning of August. <laughs> and it has no right being low 50s during M- the day. Monet, I think you're the first person to ever shit on British weather. I, re- I think <laughs> you are trailblazing bra- right now. Being like, have you been to Scotland? It's awful. No one has ever said that. But the dick <laughs> is good in scotland though like the dick is good the dick is just these big uncut dicks everywhere that's why they have the kilts so it's easy access girl it's these big uncut dicks everywhere so much humidity and so much dick you need it out in the open yeah staying aired out dry covered (laughs) easy access but the principle i mean the the principle is fun yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um, My bad. No, no, no. Uh, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having a huge, huge gay sex guest. A big get. I'm Monet Exchange. Oh you know, God. you know who she is. You already know. You know the podcast. You know Drag Race. Now a solo show, stand up. Really, like I'm just really excited to to have you. To, like truly, and I I hate everybody. <laughs> I really get excited about very little these days. So I'm I'm going through it. You know? <laughs> no, but I really, I'm so excited you're here too. And your audience, because uh, I, we were saying I opened for you at Moon Tower. Yeah. And your fans are the most fun comedy audience. Who are they? They were like so down for whatever. Other people who want to yeah. party, I guess. They were like awesome. They are. There are lots of like, my, my fan base are um, women 25, between 25 and 30. Um, so 25 and 35 <laughs> and 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 gay men between the same age bracket so we have everyone is just it's out one, they want to fucking drink I talk about doing drugs because drugs are fun and like we just have a good <laughs> fucking time girl like I it's no no stress just a good time but people wanted to have fun it's cute and you are so fucking funny you're you're hilarious oh, thank, thank you thank Maddie you for doing it Oh, thank so you. Good. No, thank you for having me. It was that show was so 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 fun. But Maddie is actually one of the best up and coming oh, comedians, oh, maybe, thanks. and so one funny. of the best comedians that oh, I know. Period. Thanks, You're dude. just like the the funniest. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> Why, what is this? I don't know. This is me having oh, a compliment. Thanks, oh, man. <laughs> also, I love the heels in the background, Monet. Oh yeah. My oh, is that heels? what they are? They're heels. Yeah, oh my god. Wow. Like Whoa. There. The red one. Are those Jeffrey Campbell? The platform red ones. Oh no, those are all what like um, only make. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> no, because there are some red Jeffrey Campbell platform boots that I have been eyeing and trying to work up the confidence I, okay. to wear. Monet, uh, Maddie is supposed to be uh, like my little non-binary friend that keeps me from getting canceled. <laughs> and this moment with the heels, I'm not. I don't like it because it's I don't too like it for me. It's too femme. No, because I like too femme. I like. Gender bending, and I'm liking going. I I'm all over the map, dude. I'm all over the map on gender, but the red heels are really working for me. Thank you. Well, I have very large feet. I know people see me on TV; they see me on their iPads and shit, so they think, "Oh my god, what a dainty woman!" In person, you're like, "This is a big bitch," and my feet are big. Like I have a size 14, so those are all like custom shoes from OnlyMaker.com because I have huge feet. Whoa. Yeah. Custom heels? Is that very yeah. expensive? Um, no, they, they range anywhere between $50 and $500. Oh. So 
Yeah, um, so, but that, that not yeah. more than actual. Like that's a very like reasonable price range for. Yeah, heels. they, they so, know damn yeah. Louboutins. I, w- I want to get a pair, of, a pair of custom Louboutins, but those are like five thousand dollars. I will. Yeah. Just, I just cannot fathom doing that shit. Fuck that. No way. No. Jeez. It's like, where do you wear those also? Where are you like, I'm happy to walk on $5,000? Yeah, no, 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 no. On a previous episode, we were talking about bedroom heels and heels for the bedroom. Oh, yeah. And I was Uh-oh. thinking about doing that with Jen. Oh, my God. I, I Wait, brought, you're gonna I brought love, it up for her. I brought it up to her. You're going to love. I have a story based on that. Oh, okay, great. I, I guess I can save it for my section of the pod, but I have something re-heels, re-bedroom heels. Um, wait, so Ashley, wait, wait, so you so you, you want to wear heels in the bedroom with your partner? No, 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 no. <laughs> can you imagine Jen coming home? I don't know if you're getting a vibe from me, but can you imagine Jen coming home and I'm like, and you're in sweetie, heels? sweetie, come into the bedroom, sweetie. And she I walks you're in to switch and it I'm up. In, you're trying to switch it up. No, God, no. Honestly, maybe she'd be into it. Should I do would that? Would you be into it, do you think? No. Is there, there's no, no I'd be part of so, you that would be turned on by being like I'd, femme and out of I'd your element? I'd be so, uh, I'd be really... Well, let me ask you this, Monet. Do you feel like your gender changes in the bedroom? Because I feel very masculine in the bedroom. Interesting question, mm. but how is that different from real life for you? How is it different from real life? <laughs> it sounds like it doesn't change. <laughs> I, like I was I'm, like, I have depth. I'm actually masculine in the bedroom. No, I I guess it doesn't really change from real life. But I think So you don't ever have, get like soft and pink in the bedroom? Like you don't ever like do, get, get a little soft, a little pink? I do, I do bottom a little bit for my girlfriend, but even Ooh. that feels so vulnerable for mm. me, and like a little bit like I don't know. I know she likes it, but I don't know. I I don't understand why. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, not. I feel that. I, um, I so I like traditionally to uh, I I I categorize myself as a verse bottom, I'm really verse. But in a previous relationship, like I was, I was like. Sh- bottoming and then like about halfway through i was like you know i want to top more so we've so we became like a more of a verse couple even though i was still bottoming more but i like switching it up sex can get so boring especially when you're monogamous like you want to like switch it up and like fuck around and like bring a toy in or like put a hamster a gerbil whatever you need to do to make it <laughs> fun you know that is not the first gerbil reference from a from a drag a rupaul's drag contestant that we've had we had a full <laughs> gerbil in the asshole conversation with oh uh God. dita ritz Dita Ritz, did I, I get I that right? Dita Ritz, Dita Ritz, yeah. This is years ago. This is the Guerra era. Oh wow! But um, yeah, that's not our first gerbil. That's a, but I I hear you though. I thought it was funny though you, that you're not married. You're like, well, it can get boring, you know. After three four months with somebody, <laughs> you really gotta switch it up and do some weird shit. Wait, when you were saying, well, you said verse bottom. Do you feel like you can be bottoming but have masculine or feminine kind of like energy to it? No, as in like dudes are fucking me in the ass. Like they, but also, so mm-hmm. I also have had sex in drag because when I was um, a woman of the world living in New York still, like I would be, I, before I was on TV, I would like do my gigs and I'd be standing outside and straight DL guys fucking love drag queens they want to hook up with them and no 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 they don't want to fuck you they want you to fuck them in full drag which i have done many times so Whoa, i used to do that oh hot. dudes with husbands oh with girlfriends with whatever and they, they they walk by the club and you know they give you the eyes whatever and either you they live close by or you bring them to the back to your place and they want you to fuck the shit out of them Whoa. Oh my god! Oh, yes. that's fun. Women, straight women at home, are you hearing this? Peg your man. Girl. That, yes. that is what. No, that's like a huge fantasy I have. Is like, is like, 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 femme, 
Okay, I I don't know the words to, but that rocks. <laughs> it is hot. It is hot. It feels like, and it feels awesome, man. <laughs> but it's also like when like so some dudes like will like like getting their ass licked, and back like a few years ago, Vivica Fox made fun of Fifty Cent because he used to like to get his ass licked by her, and then when they broke up, she came out public public with it, and everyone like shamed him. I'm like, this is why straight dudes don't want to tell nobody shit because they get right. fucking made fun of, like getting like so what he like a little he like a little finger to booty like a little tongue back there and so what and it's just so insane because like i know this isn't the most original thought of all time but it's like people are like oh oh i don't want people to think i'm gay and it's like it's a woman it's, licking your ass. It's well, literally straight sex. And like, then, what are you talking about? And then about? they they so badly don't want to be perceived as gay that they end up fucking a drag queen. Like there's right. something there's right. something so funny about a man being so closeted that he's like Ooh, I guess I, I guess I have to be gay. Yeah, I'm like this is so much gayer <laughs> than fucking like your lumberjack husband. Like you're you you done the math and gone all the way full circle. It's like horseshoe theory. Do you think they feel safer? Is that why you think they're doing uh, it? No, I just think they want someone that they know has a dick. Like you know what I mean. And like mm. if you because if you hook up with a woman, you tell her that you want to be pegged. You can get a dildo, but then there's judgment, there's shame, and then you don't have to deal with that when you get with a drag queen. You oh, know what you're getting. Wow. You wow. know what you're getting. You know what I mean? But also the gag is, the gag is this part when they would like hook up with me and like give me whatever. And then when we get back to either their place or my place, they act surprised like, oh shit, I had no idea. Motherfucker, you knew you knew what was going <laughs> on, bitch. Don't. Hilarious. Don't. They act so obtuse and I'm like, yeah. The that the fact that the they think they're tricking, you're pretty, you're pretty tall. Like you're pretty girl. I am, and there are tall, there are tall AFAB people, AFAB people. I'm yeah. not, but seeing me as a drag queen, there is no, when you see me on a drag, there's no question mark. You know what I am. Yeah, exactly. Statistically, it's not looking good. It's not looking good for vulva. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, like I, yeah, I have like a, you know, and again, and again, not saying I, I, there are, there are trans persons and non-binary persons that, 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 that look like me and they may not have penises, but I'm telling you me, Monet exchange, when I'm out in these streets, first of all, I rarely tuck. I mean, I tuck, but I'm not, I'm not one of these bitches that tape their shit. I can't, I got too much yeah, going yeah. on. I can't tape. So there's always a little something <laughs> down there. You can tell what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's Wait, so funny is there part yeah. of it for you where you're like oh this is hot to be like topping someone in drag or are you kind of like yeah i could be in drag i could be in whatever like it's this is there oh, do you know so what i mean hot. like it is so hot that, it is so hot mm. to like this like fucking butch masculine macho dude and i'm just like fucking i'm looking down at him and he's like sucking my dick or i'm fucking topping the shit out of him that's hot wait that's also really funny that They'll suck your dick. This dude is like, oh my God, I had no idea. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, your technique seems like you had an idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I had no idea. And then it's like Just hitting, throat, hitting yeah. the back of their <laughs> <laughs> Like going ham. And sometimes their technique is so good. I'm like, I can't even do that. I'm like, you It very up. much has the vibe of someone who goes to karaoke and is like, stop, I never sing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like, uh, calm down, Sarah. Calm down. We get it. You went to Amazon. Wait, can, I I have some follow up questions about this. I just because the the I'm still on the guys like I'm just still on the guys trying to justify that it's not 
gay somehow. Well, I, I guess what you're saying about they don't want their... Do you think it's possible that... There's the one side of it where it's possible that they don't want their wives to think that their husbands are gay. They There's that conversation, right? That maybe they're trying yeah. to avoid. Yeah, I think there is a stigma of if I have sex with someone with a penis that I'm gay. And I, I, I just want to say there are trans women who who have penises and they and just because you have sex with someone with a penis does not make you gay but i will tell you when you are having sex with me in drag because i identify as a gay man that is gay sex right but if you but there are people who i do have penises and i mean it, it, it is it is not defined yeah. as gay sex you know what i mean so it's it's all listen but that's something tells everyone... me they haven't considered that deeply <laughs> exactly that, um, yeah, exactly they're, they're scared not. for the homophobia yeah <laughs> and that's why i just wanted to just like like joe just like like let people just fucking have sex like eradicate like stop trying to put labels on shit just fucking if you see yes. something that's hot and you want to do it just fucking do it i mean it. i really one day i want to be able to eat a pussy i just feel like i would be i would do <laughs> such a bad job i would be so bad at it and i would feel so embarrassed the whole time like i'm like i know i'm doing a bad job i would hate myself that's what those, my self-confidence is in that i just i just don't think i would do it well but i've never done it before I think Maddie would volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an incredible first uh, queer experience for me. <laughs> well, you, you've never had a queer experience before? Well, okay, this is the running joke of the podcast is, no, I have not been with a woman. But in my defense, I'm not like a big casual sex person. So it's like, oh, okay. you know what I mean? We're I'm trying like, to really figure it out. We're trying to figure Are it out. Are you a demisexual? I think I'm like probably somewhere on that. But like, I don't like really use that word a lot, but like, yeah, it's probably somewhere on that. But like, just like mm. intimacy and vulnerability are such a big part of it for me that whenever yeah. I've had casual sex, I'm like, I'm really not, like, I guess this is an ego boost. Like, oh, cool, someone wanted to fuck me, but I'm not really like turned on unless I'm like really into someone. And it's so hard to fall in love with a woman, you know? <laughs> Lesbians have demonstrated again and again and again how slow and laborious no, the process it's not like, oh, I have of with falling a woman. in love with a woman is. <laughs> it's not like I have with a woman because I've been like fucking all these guys. I'm like, I like to take my time. Do you know what I mean? So like, I'm sure I will at some, yeah, I'm a gay virgin. Okay. Uh, Maddie, Maddie is our gay virgin, but Maddie well, identifies as gender queer, like non-binary. Yeah, the gender shit, um, we're, 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 we're cooking on that front. Yeah, and this yeah. is a great conversation for you so far. I have so, yeah, I have so much I want to like talk about on this episode I, I, and I, ask you about, please. but yeah. Yeah. I think that, well, the other piece of it is like, they don't want to, there are bisexual and pansexual men. Like, mm -hmm. that. It, it gender aside, like drag aside, like you can be, you can want these things and be bisexual and you can want these things and be straight. Like the whole thing is really it's just wild a, it's just, to me. It's this stigma we've all grown up with. Oh my God, I have a cat too. What's your cat's name? His name's Fulton and he's Fulton. very friendly. Very yeah. cute. I have, a, I have a hairless cat. Her name is Colleen. <laughs> oh my God. Colleen the cat. Why Colleen? Um, I just I just like a human name on a, on a, on a cat. I think yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I think it's just a stigma that we've all grown up, especially millennials. I think I think with, with Gen Zers, they're like, fuck that. Like, I'm I'm pan, whatever. I think with like millennials and Gen Xers and boomers, whatever, it's just like stigma of like, like if, if, if I'm pan or if I'm bi, that means I'm gay. And it's like, it does not. It means you're pan mm. or it means you're bi. Like, it, it, right. it, it, yeah, yeah. Or women won't see me as, as masculine or something. I think there's a lot of like fear of that. And it's like, okay, personally, I'm actually 
would be more into you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I think it's yeah. fucking cool when it's hot when someone is confident enough to be like, yeah, there's all these different parts of it. What? No, now I'm just thinking I'm the homophobic guy that won't put on the heels and the little lingerie for my girlfriend. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm like, I'm not gay. I'm That's not so gay. funny. <laughs> okay, Maybe but why? So, so why won't you do it? Is it is because you just feel like like why? I why won't you do feel it? okay. Okay, I guess I'm gonna no, no, buy no. lingerie. I I feel like. I don't feel myself when it's so femme, and I perceive that as so femme. But it, isn't it sometimes fun to almost be like, put on a little costume, like, oh, it's not me. I'm like, having a moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I started to enjoy femininity more when I started looking at it as a little bit more of a costume. Like, when I started being mm. more of like, okay, I'm starting from non-binary, and I can like, go girl mode, I can go boy mode, versus like, I'm a girl, so this is what I should be doing. Select Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? When you look at it as like more of a performance, it's like kind of more fun because then you can go more like crazy with it. I don't know. Would yeah. You? I'm going to um, text Ken right now. Yeah, I think that like in the, when I was fucking these straight dudes, like I think they loved the feminine energy when I was topping them. Like like a very, I have like my fucking nails on. I have like my wig and everything. I was just like, I mean, femme, because they wanted like, they wanted the energy of, of, of someone feminine fucking them, like a woman fucking them. Um, I missed the beginning of the, whatever, doesn't, doesn't even matter. I just, <laughs> no, sorry, I, and I was just purely speechless <laughs> um, <laughs> because I was like, yeah, I can relate. Listener, are you listening to our Patreon exclusive? You're having gay sex. Well, here's a sneak peek of what you missed last week. Oh, my curtain situation is horrific right now. Do you want my rod? Actually, hey, Maddie, do you want my... Do you want my rod? You call this episode Maddie Gets Ashley's Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the rod would be amazing. Maddie, if you can take my rod, which I'm not sure you're capable of, I'm not sure if you I have can take it. it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> there are four bonus episodes a month of this series, You're Having Gay Sex, on our Patreon at the $10 tier and then two at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It, it's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and i just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. I just texted Jen, my girlfriend. I'm in an open relationship. I wrote, what if I wore lingerie? Would you be into that? And then carrot up upward facing arrow, uh, time sensitive. Ha 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 ha. Hmm. Sure. If you liked it. That's so funny. Aww. Should we pick out lingerie for me right now? I mean, it's so funny Ooh. because it's like, clearly nobody is asking for this. You're like, I wouldn't like it. She wouldn't like it. Am I in the corner watching it? Like, is it for me? Like, I, It feels like at this point it is for the podcast. So. It's for the bit. Um, I think we should, now how can I bring up some link? Uh, Monet, can I send you some links of lingerie so that we can actually start to pick out 
Yes, what I would love that. Here's a good question, re lingerie that might help you pick out. Are you into bondage at all? No, I'm. I am oh, so really? vanilla, man. Oh my god. Okay, because I was, was going to say some lingerie, like a thigh high or something, it can almost feel like bondage because it feels good, like strapped around you. So you can kind of pick lingerie uh -huh. based on the face that you're making right now. Your it's hilarious. I'm Your very body is frightened. Rejecting this. <laughs> oh my sweet girlfriend. My guess would be that you wouldn't love it, but don't want to assume. I hate how everyone is so just good. So good and right. <laughs> it's up to you. I want a hard, that's gay, that no. Wait, I just have a question. So you said that you guys are open. Yes. Yes, we are. Work. Have you been open the entire time you've been together? Or was this like- Yeah, this the actually, we, we have. We got really lucky. Are, have you, I'm assume, I feel like you've probably been in an open relationship. That's just a vibe that I'm getting. Um, we, we, we've had spurts of openness. Yeah. So we dated before the pandemic- for a year, but there's an age gap between us, eight years. And um, I'm in my thirties. And I was like, I said to her, I was like, listen, I'm, I really love you. I could see a life with you, but I know you're not ready for marriage. So what does this mean for us? And I'm sorry that this is um, recapping. No, no, no. Oh yeah. But um, so we broke up for about a year and a half because nothing was wrong in the relationship. It was just sort of like, she wasn't ready. I wanted to find someone. When we got back together, we moved really slow because I was still like, hey, I'm like in love with you and I know you're in love with me, but if you don't want to get married, I don't want to get my heart broken. So through that, we were seeing other people. And then when we made it official, we were just like, do you want to just keep hooking up with other people? And we were both like, actually, yeah, because we haven't had any jealousy and it's been really fun. So why don't we just keep going? So it was like this very smooth transition. So everyone's always like, how did you do that without jealousy? And I, I just feel like it's not even fair for me to answer because mm. I just got really, really lucky. Dope. That is kind of That's the great. ideal that Yeah, you transition ideal. into it. Start, yeah. start open. Because once Every, you close it, yeah. It's yeah, really all my hard. friends in successful open relationships, they started, they all started open. Except for, mm. well, Dan Savage is not my friend, but Dan Savage, he talks about a lot about like him and his husband, they're like closed for four years. They open for two. Like, it's like, which I think that, to me, that sounds so complicated, but it works for them. They've been together for like 25 years, so it works. Wow. I could see that if it, again, if it started, op it's the first openness conversation yeah. that I think is the toughest. Mm. I, I could also see, I've never been in a, my longest relationship was, two years, you know what I mean? I have, I have no, I don't know what it's like to be with someone for like 10 years, but I could see right. when it gets to the point of like, oh, this is a marriage. You're a life partner of how opening it up could be an easier conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm sort of like, it's almost like, yeah, I know you. We go way back. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> we're yeah, old I know you. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do to me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get that coming between you and me. Yeah, it's literally like. Yeah, I guess I. I, yeah, I, that, I see that. Versus like, oh, my boyfriend. Because what if? And then he sleeps with someone else, and then she's hotter than me, and he doesn't like. Versus like. You're my husband. It's been 15 years. Yeah, right. have fun. So often I, when people. So no, you go, Monet. No, I was going to say, like, I just think I've, I mean, I've been, I've been fucking since I was 12, right? So I feel like I've had so Whoa. much sex. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a New York City kid. I'm a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> so I've had a lot of I'm a New York City kid, too. Are you? Where'd you, you grow up? Yeah, I'm uh, Yorkville in Manhattan. 
I'm in, I'm in East Flatbush in Brooklyn. Okay. 12 yeah. is really like impressive though. I ate pussy when I was 15. Impressive is not the Yes, it is. It is. I ate pussy when I listen. It's (laughs) when kids fuck. That's that's great. Good for them. Good for those kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I'm for it. As long as it's consensual and other kids. This is going to be airing on Fox News, and I want to say, Tucker Carlson, I'm on your side. I've, I've just no. I was like eighteen. I was eighteen when I lost my. Virginia. I was eighteen when I had my first kiss. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I, yeah, yeah. So I ate pussy when I was fifteen, Rude. and I thought, well, you're a loser, <laughs> Jesus. obviously. But I, I thought that was pretty young to be eating pussy at that age. But you yeah, invested I, I, me. I, I, I suck. Well, we, we, we our my first. I talk about it in my new in my new show, Life Be Life, and we 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 jerked off together at twelve years old in the, in his basement watching this like porn. And that was like my first sexual experience. Thank you for saying this. I've been, I have tried to talk about this on stage and no one believes me. Boys jerk off with their friends. Oh, I've heard about that all the time. I know so many straight friends who are doing that. Yeah. And people get uncomfortable about it, but they're doing it. They're out there doing it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that is a sexual experience. Yeah. I, I think it was. But I think a lot of straight guys would say it wasn't. Which is so crazy. I mean, you're, we're watching a movie together. We got hard. We're sitting right next to each other, jerking off. I mean, I mutual 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 jerk off sessions are a thing. Like that's like it's literally like a category in porn. So I'm like, it is sex. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's weird that if you do it as a child, it's it's not sex. But if you were to call up your friend as an adult, as an adult, and be like, hey. I was thinking about jerking off if you want to come over Just and a be buddy. a part of yeah, be a pal about it. Okay, yeah. I've got some I've got some lingerie up. I'm just on the do you know about lingerie, Monet? Also, wait, okay. You're you're you were like, oh, Maddie's a loser because she didn't have sex till she was 18. You were like, I'm so vanilla, I just Googled lingerie. I did, I just put <laughs> in the Suck word. my dick. I just put in the I word. I started late, but then I cranked it to a fucking hundred, bitch. Okay, that's fair. Don't come for me. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and I know when you have your awakening, you are gonna be pegging so many men. <laughs> I'm already Are you yeah. pegging? Uh I mm, I have not yet, but it's been on the table before. And it didn't, it didn't happen. Yeah. I, I don't know much about lingerie, but I'm going to read some categories for you, Monet, and I want you to help me pick my best. Okay. And I can help you in this category too. I mean, I fucked in like a corset and heels and it's a good time. Okay. So there's corsets. I don't think I want anything constricting. Yeah. There's that. the hottest part. No, not for me. And we have to remember, at the end of the day, this is for Jen thinking I'm hot. This is for no one. No, <laughs> neither of you want honest, this. Yeah, actually, this really is for <laughs> nobody. It's for me. This is so. I don't know if you want to pull this up. I am literally just on the Victoria's Secret website right now. I'm going to put okay, this in the chat. I've never okay. done this before. Ooh. I'm picturing you wear the lingerie, but you still have like a baseball hat on. <sighs> the I baby think- doll. I mean, oh no, go on. No, no, no! I'm looking. Wait, what do you? Oh, baby dolls. Those, those feel too matronly. Like those feel like a yes. Like a I agree. Word. I agree. What is the point of this? It just looks like a dress. I also think. Um, I'm thinking about like your figure and what might be like flattering and like, like. like what do you think on? about my figure, Maddie? Um, I think <laughs> that if I were gonna put a corset on a green bean, it would probably be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, think of the hottest like <laughs> carrot you've ever seen. No, I'm sorry, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Yo, our boobs are the same size. Our and boobs you are know the same this. size. Isn't that bonkers? Wait, isn't that bonkers? We've grabbed each other's boobs on the podcast. We it, really? Ashley was like, you have big boobs, and I was like, there's no way. You do have. I wait, you, you guys, you guys have the same size boob? You said. Yeah, isn't that wild? We're no like, way. No. Camouflage. No, you're bigger than I am, man. Am I? This is now a bit. It's the least sexual thing I've ever experienced in my life. I was like, it's like I'm being screened for cancer. Grab my boob. Thank you. Well, it's like flat. You're in like a sports bra. I kind of am in a sports bra. Here, hold on. We might have the same size. Okay, that literally that's like a mammogram. You're like pressing it down. <laughs> but my point okay. is, I think you could look good in a. Okay. I think if if click Teddy's and then I have hips, how, dude. Teddy, how do you think, I have hips. Do you think that's about, what I'm saying. You should lean into. Sorry. Okay, it's teddies. teddies and the one in, on the first row, the third one over. How do you feel about that one? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, you that's out- the thing. Like a are scrappy you, thing. Are you out yeah. of your I fucking Do you think mind. that's what you could rock? Because are the scrappiness. Are you out of your fucking mind? Have you seen my tummy, dude? No, we're, this, uh, tummy's coming out. This is not. This is a bad. This is bad, dude. Dude, no, it's not. No, you're chilling, dude. That would be great. Really? Order it. Order it. Order it. Seventy nine dollars. It's actually less expensive than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I know. Victoria's Secret is expensive. This, this one is crazy. On the second row, this purple, this purple <laughs> number. Why do they call this a teddy? I don't know. I don't know why they're called teddies. I'd have no idea. There's the lingerie invented by Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) (laughs) He did the teddy bear and he did this. (laughs) This one's kind of interesting. I wonder what Jen would think. All right. You know what? I am going to, I'm going to have to get a wax. Ooh. You could also do a crotchless one. Is that crotchless? This looks so uncomfortable. All right. I'm going to order it. Oh my god! Are you so? Are you are you gonna post pictures in it? What do you are, are you are, are you really gonna wear the lingerie? I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna do it because oh my listen god. and heels. You need heels. Okay, heels. but heels I can't spend real money on. I'm not gonna spend real money. I have on heels, heels you can borrow. Okay, can I? What size shoe do you wear? I wear a seven. I can probably cram my foot in that. Okay, I have thigh high latex heels. If you want them. Ooh. I don't think Jen would be into that. Sounds like you guys are a couple of virgins, dude. No, I know she doesn't like like. Well, whatever. I'll I'll find some heels. What other? What else do you have? That's it. <laughs> I only have, I have one. flat Doc Martens. Or, <laughs> Those see, are your I told genders. You, Those are your I told genders. you I'm fucking around with genders. I have like ratty old van sneakers that I've had since high school, and then I have thigh high latex heels. It's those are the only two extremes. I have some Converse from high school that I love. Hey, what is your favorite pair of shoes on the rack back there? Oh, my favorite pair would probably be... I like these green ones because there's this little strap at the, at, at, at the front Ooh. of it to hold your feet in. But my feet are so wide, my pinky is always sticking out of the side. And every time I do a press <laughs> picture, my pinky just hanging out on the corner. I think it's very funny. <laughs> you can't yeah. talk. You said <laughs> 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 the queen can't tuck, and, and, and we're going to see a lot of bulges, whether it's a pinky or a, or a pee-pee. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm curious, when did you, so you jerked off with this guy. Mm-hmm. When was the first time that you fucked in drag? 
if that's okay Ooh, to ask. Yeah, the first time. So I started doing drag in 2012, and it was pretty early on, maybe like the summer 2012. I did drag Pride summer 2012, um, 2012. And then I probably, I would say by that September, like three months later, I had fucked someone in drag because I mean, it's like a, RuPaul used to have a song called um, A Word That Starts With T That Sounds Like Granny. T-chasers, because T-chasers are a very big thing in nightlife. Yeah. Well, they used to be. And then so, like, it's these dudes who come and sit in the back of the bar and watch the show and just, like, get girls to take home to have them fuck them or fuck or fuck whatever. Like, it's, it was a very popular thing. And they're always just these hot, the hottest guys. So, like, probably three months. My first year, definitely, for sure. Um, With, can I, I, I don't know whether or not this is an insensitive question, but with mm -hmm. chasers... Were they specifically looking for trans women or were drag queens like on the table? Yeah. You know I what think, I mean? Yeah. I think that it's a combination of both. I think that, um, oh my God. She oh my is God. <laughs> yeah. He's driving me crazy right now. It's like real acrobatics. It's real acrobatics. <laughs> he gets, when I go on tour, he gets a little like uh, animated because I'm gone mm -hmm. all the time and he's very happy when I'm home and he wants like a lot of attention. So I apologize. Yeah. No, you're fine. My, my cat is just, she's normally just up here. Like she, anytime I'm here, she's just in the screen the whole time. It's so annoying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a combo of both. I think they, 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 they get both and they're satisfied with both. But I think that drag queens are just thirsty and we're just like, oh, he's, uh, he's hot. Sure. We'll do it. Whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Do you want to do your story? Well, I actually, I okay, my story was the boots, just that I bought those boots. That was I've the story? That. Yeah, but I bought them because I was like, they, it's, they're hot. Like, yeah. I'm never going to wear them in public. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, they're a good time. So what do you wear with this kind of thing? This with this? I'll wear, like, little woman. boots. Yeah, my little skirt moment. I'll wear, like, little, like, Doc Martin boots. All right. But these boots are insane. But I was gonna, I was gonna use my, I didn't have a story so much as I had, like, qu questions for you, Monet, and also, like, Okay, because the thing that I was thinking about that I was like, oh, I think it would be so interesting to talk about on this episode is uh -huh. I was thinking the other night about how a lot of comedians I love are like, like for some reason, these bro-y comedians really like, it gets to me. Like in a Matt good Reif. way, I'm like, 
<laughs> okay, not my wife, not my wife. But like, a, like I love David Tell. If you know David Tell, like, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, he's like my favorite. But then it's like, it's like, I, I, I think. I would never be like, oh, this is a queer thing for me. But looking back, I'm like, oh, comedy is kind of the first space that I felt like I was like allowed to be a boy, if that makes sense. I see what you're saying. And without realizing it, I've actually explored my masculinity more in stand-up than anywhere else because it felt Mm. like the only space where I would be rewarded and not punished for acting masculine. And I felt a lot freer to do that. But it is like a performance and it made me think of drag and like- Oh, yeah. process of like discovering your own gender through like a public performance is like really interesting. Let's say drag is how I like to, I, I, drag really helped me find my identity as a queer person. Like I knew that I like drag and I, and there was something about drag besides just the performing of it that gave me liberation, like being able to, and that's how it got in, ta- in, in touch with my non-binary side, like just being able to, Cause I disguise it. Oh yeah, I'm just like I'm just like putting the makeup on and wigs because of drag. Like I just, I'm just doing it to perform. Like that's it. I don't like it or anything. And I, I was telling, I was saying that to people, but inside I'm like, no, I like I enjoy. Like I physically like seeing myself dressed as this woman and being able to access what drag was giving me and just giving me mm. more in touch with my with my femininity. And then like a year or two or three into it, I was like, you know what? I mean, stop lying to people. I like track. I like I like wearing these this dress. I like wearing this bra. I like I like putting on the makeup. Like I like how it makes me feel as a person, not just as a performer, but as a human being in this world. And so, and then that's when. And I think a lot of drag queens identify that. I think a lot of drag queens would would call themselves non-binary way before it became a word that we use now to identify different genders. Like a lot of queens I know identify it that way. They didn't, they, they never put the word to it, but a lot of us feel that way because yes. there is this thing about drag that just a- allows you to just access all the colors in the crayon box. Like, you know, you know, you know, when you're a kid, when you got the little, the little eight one, you had red, yellow, blue, green, whatever. Then like in, you know, fifth grade, they give you the one that has 16 colors. You're like, Oh, chartreuse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice <laughs> then you get like that's the so fucking mega funny. pack with the 96 colors you like cerulean <laughs> lapis like you just, I'm, now I'm just playing with that fucking 96 fucking box of crayons and using whatever colors I want anytime access is such a yeah. like great word to use for that too because I think like I kind of had a lot of like tie ups about like, well, I still feel like a tie to like womanhood. In a lot of ways I feel like a woman. And in a lot of ways I also feel non-binary. And I was like, which one am I? But like access is like, implies like yeah. movement, movement. And then all those things can yes. be there at the same time and you can move in yeah. between them, which is so fucking cool. I do have yeah. to say that at this point, it is my job as the most problematic person on this podcast <laughs> to point out that we have gone into really faggoty territory. Um, <laughs> we are talking about the rainbow. We're talking about drawing and we're talking about access to gender. And I just want to put out there, mm-hmm. if you're straight, if you're listening to this, I agree. This is You can skip past this part. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry for what's happened here today. I literally think if you don't like this part, you're a nerd. No, I think if you don't like this part, you're just, I. how did you get here? <laughs> well, I, 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 I want to switch gears a little once. So I recently, not recently, what, uh, a couple years ago, I gave a blowjob that goes on in history as one of the bl- longest blowjobs I've ever get, given. And it was, and because I, you, this is someone, I am a dick connoisseur. Which, I love Which crayon dick. reminded you of this? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was, was Puerto it? Rican, so it was uh, the beige crayon. 
The beige crayon. Good, good, good. I was oh, going to go but- with w- white for cum, but that's <laughs> great. And it was, I was, uh, this is not an exaggeration. I was sucking his dick for an hour and 20 minutes long. Okay. <gasps> an hour and 20 minutes. I was on my fucking knees trying to make this fucking dick come. And he just would not. See, you're not wait. understanding how hard that is. I- Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, I'm so sorry on behalf of our dick-sucking listeners. No, I mean, that's crazy. That's so long. It is so long. My jaw would be like... Oh my God, I struggle after like 20, 30 minutes. that's what I was going to say. Girl. Were you switching positions? Were you taking breaks? Yes. No, I mean, I I wasn't taking breaks because I was like, I didn't want to think I was a quitter or like, or I wasn't like devoted to him. So I'm like, so I'm like on my knees, my fucking knees get tired. So I go side saddle to give my knees a break so the blood can get back to my knees and my fucking thigh fell asleep. So I'm back on my knees. Then I honestly, I just start slapping his dick on my forehead. I'm like, let me try to do some, some new shit. Okay. Nothing (laughs) would work. Nothing. Was he staying hard though the whole time? He stayed hard the entire time. And I'm like, did he say anything? Was he like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't usually stay hard for an hour and a half? Now the whole time he's like, yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it, like and like like. But so it was kind of sweet because he was like encouraging me the whole time. You know what I mean? He kind of like held my hand through the thing, and but I would never and and he had he had a nice dick too. This was a nice fucking dick. And so, what makes it what makes a dick nice as someone who's never ooh, had the pleasure? Okay, I'm so happy you asked. So <laughs> I like I say this, and I mean this sincerely. Big dicks are pretty not functional. Okay, the only thing a big dick is good for is to look at and to suck. You oh well, let me not speak for everyone. Me, I do not want anything bigger than eight inches inside of me. Like that is just too. Much. I do not have the bandwidth to receive that kind of information. Okay. Um, the technology so, doesn't exist yet for for a download it. of that. The, yeah, you got to uh, break it up into little packages, like yeah, yeah, like an email attachment. Yeah, it's like, hey, this dick is actually too long. It's gonna come as a Google Drive link. <laughs> <laughs> so when he had a big dick and all he was interested in was so was, was sucking him, I was like, oh, perfect. Like I don't, yes, I, I, I love sucking this dick, and because a big dick, you can like, and you sucking, you can put two hands on it. You fucking like do but getting the balls is, a little bit. Oh, it's fabulous. That sounds great. <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds really nice. <laughs> and then also when he came, when he came, when so I So this y'all, wasn't in that category though. Well he came after an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, and it was girl, milliliters. Not even I was like, <laughs> I did all of that for that. That was the payoff. This shit? Girl, I was like, I was like, where is it? Oh, oh, I did not. I was like, is that a lot? Is that a little? No, that's nothing. That was like, that's what, that's what the comb shot was. <laughs> was he older? Is that what was happening here? And his cum was no. all dried up and it took him a long time? No. no okay. this, was, this was a young, virile, I mean, he was probably like about 25, 26 year old guy. Like he was great. And you're saying his dick was not eight inches? It was a, a no, it reasonable was. size? It was. Oh, it, was okay, it, was, okay. it was. It was about nine inches, but I was only sucking it, so that was fine. And I have a very big mouth, so it was great to suck. <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, um, I would recommend. Well, thank you for thank you for sharing your your story with us. <laughs> I like that we went from like queerness is access to every color of the rainbow <laughs> into, so I was sucking the biggest dick I've ever seen in my entire life.
It's an interesting thing because have you ever have you ever had sex with a woman or a person with a vulva? No, I have not. I I feel like I, I said the other day, like, oh, the, the this pussy was so good. And I almost feel weird talking about like what makes uh like pussy good. You know, because you don't want to put qualifiers or make anyone feel bad. Yeah, of course. And it, there's so much more like negative discussion around. Well, there's a lot of size shaming, honestly. I, I do think I think it's a really big double standard that there's so much size shaming and it's ever it's in everything. And also, I agree with you because it's like bigger is not always better. Bigger it's is not. not always better. Like sometimes it's, it's so weird that we're size shaming when I'm like sometimes five to eight is Perfect. Eight sounds Perfect. insane. Eight, eight's to me. even like a lot, honestly. It is yeah, big. like and people don't realize, yeah. like, like seven inches is a. Well, have, you I have, have a ruler right there. You have it at arm's length. <laughs> you, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Because I want people to know seven. This is seven inches. Okay, this is that is a seven inches. That is a big dick. That is a lot. That That's is a, a lot, lot of dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think seven, six and a half is honestly good boyfriend dick is six to like six and seven between there. I think that's perfect boyfriend dick. It's nice to suck and get fucked by. But also if it's smaller, that's fine too. My girlfriend says she really prefers small guys. I mean, I'd rather have that than too big because if it's too big, you're like, I literally can't have sex with you. I can't yeah. do certain positions. You can't go in all the way. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I have a tight little pussy, and it's not gonna work. <laughs> you know, I just learned. I did this thing for Netflix, and I just learned recently because my whole life I've been calling what people with vagina, well, the thing between your legs as a vagina. But I went. We did this thing with the sex therapist, and it's a vulva. Th- I, I had yeah, no idea. I had yeah. no idea. Wait, and when I people- also did not know this. What? What do I have? <laughs> Wait, what do I have? Maddie, are you fucking serious? I mean, a vulva and a vagina. I thought they were the same thing. Honestly, no. I might have thought a vulva and a labia were the same thing. No. <laughs> Wait, so what's a pussy? Oh my fucking God. <laughs> what's a vulva? A vulva is the collective area of the undercarriage. It's all of mm-hmm. it. It's the clit, it's the labia, it's Majora it's and Manora. Yes. And the vagina is the whole. Yeah. So the vagina is it's part the canal. of the vulva. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh wow. We can get right. a technical definition. I am, that was pretty technical. I am shocked Wait. that you didn't know that, and people are going to come for you. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Come for me how? Um, <laughs> but that's crazy to me. Sorry, I was living in the present moment, but and I didn't put labels. <laughs> for me, I will say. Also, don't come for me. Don't come for the North Carolina public school system. But okay. <laughs> um, there's a really horrible joke that could be made there. I uh, no one got it. Okay, we'll move on. Um, I got it. I, thank you. Appreciate it. I have heard men, you know, talk about specifically labia, like the size of labia, sometimes the size of clits or whatever. But I've always found the, when I say good pussy, it's much more about just how it feels to be in there. You know, mm. like when I put my fingers in, like the softness and the, like the gooiness, like you want a good goopy Goopy. Yeah, you want a good, wet, goopy, soft, goopy vibe. I don't love goopy as the word. Well, it is. That's what it is. Good pussy so, is is goopy. It's 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 not even the tightness because you can you can you know work on that. But like can obviously, you, can I don't you get care. it? You, you you can get it tighter. 
You can do exercises, right? I think so. Or you can like flex. You can, you can flex. You can flex. Well, I know if you're nervous or tense, it is tighter. I just unlocked that. And apparently do, I, guys can do Kegels with their booty hole too. So and I just unlocked this power in myself. If you have, <laughs> if you have anal sex. So right after he comes, y'all, just like clench your butthole around the dick. And it's like, another moment for him he's gonna get wild i i just learned this about myself and i was like because he came and uh we were just and he was still and you in had there a, you had an itch no i don't know <laughs> I, I, and, I think and you you thought about your dad and you were like oh no <laughs> i think that it was literally a moment of divine intervention like he came and you just chilling there for a second and then we were looking at each other and i just i just I, something just told me to just clench and he was like huh and then I did it again. He's like, oh, and I did it again. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to start doing that more. That's a little powerful. trick I learned. Powerful. That's powerful. I've had that and heard from like women, too, that like if you're with a guy and part of the thing that's so good about if you come at the same time is because your muscle oh. contraction also like feels good for them, too. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But uh, probably a similar thing. The contractions don't really matter to me. I just like the goopy. <laughs> I just goopy. like a good goopy broad, you know? Goopy. I just goopy. want a lady to goop off. Gwyneth Paltrow, come on over here. Give me your goop. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I wish that, I mean, I wish I had a, an orifice that created secretion like a vagina, but I don't. I you just, have a mouth. I mean, but that, that's not fun. Like, I wish, I wish my thing gave what, goopy. I wish I could goop, you know? <laughs> yeah i mean i should sell little like packets you can put like you know how like I'm in movies surprised where they put like exist. a fake blood packet yeah, yeah, so that yeah. when you get shot it can like Ooh. there should be something you can put in your ass to be like mm, and then it just maddie I th you just gave me a multi-billion dollar idea <laughs> <laughs> we did it together you know we'll, we'll part we'll do it together Sharks, okay. guys. I hate to say this, but Sharks. this is my intellectual property, so we're having gay sex. <laughs> does in fact own this? Oh yeah, you sell a anal dick lubricant to all the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that has to that Wait. has to be a thing. It's like a little pop. You put it in there. Oh my god. Which shark is it's most like interested in this? Barbara. Barbara. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Everyone else would be like, yeah, who is this for? I'm out. And then Barbara would like squint and be like, I see something in you. <laughs> it's come. That's my Barbara impression. The worst Barbara impression that's ever, ever been done. Do you, do you like I don't shark really thing? actually know the show that well. Um, oh, they always want, you need a sad story though. You need to be able to go on and be like sharks, you know, you do the whole build up, and then you'd have to be like three years ago, sharks. I lost my, my husband lost his dick inside my asshole due to friction. <laughs> Goop could have prevented that. <laughs> um, but, you know what I mean? You need the sob story. Yeah. You need the friction yeah. burn or whatever to sell the goop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really deep in on this. No, I really think we can I make a lot of money. I just love Shark Tank so much. <laughs> and I'm really glad that we got here for this. I'm literally Googling to see if it exists right now. <laughs> well, it does exist for lesbians. There is a type of strap-on, I believe, that you can um, ejaculate. You can, oh, like, I've heard trigger about that. Yeah. an ejaculation. Really? But I'm not sure that there are. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Now that we're we're bringing up things on the screen, we're, no, I've definitely heard of that. 
See, a lot but, of them are like little like quick packets that so you don't have to travel the whole bottle, but there should be something that goes inside yes. and like with Squirting like with dildos. like body with like body temperature, it like pops at some point mm. and then you just like you know what I mean? It's like one of those little foam pills that you put in the yes. bathtub when you were a yes. little kid. Yes. Very, very small and then, you know, come. A bath bomb for your whole like, like a decent <laughs> Lush, get on it, Lush. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all natural, so no irritants. <laughs> Free samples at Sephora. Um, <laughs> well, this was so much fun. This was such a so fun, fun episode. Yeah, you were you were great. You're welcome back anytime. I would love um, to come. Back. Thank you just... for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you of for course. Um, what do you want to plug? You said in April and May of 2024, you're going on tour with your solo show. You yes. are really, really funny. I must. Okay, I'm about to say a thing. Tell okay. me what. Oh, God. I Comedy queen, like a comedy drag queen, is my favorite type of queen. And I don't want to dismiss the other queens. But, like, I, when I, I've talked to a lot of queens on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You are so damn funny. Not to throw oh, shade at anybody. You. But, like, it's such. No, you're the hour. Like, everyone listening needs to go to these shows because the hour is fucking incredible. I was, like, watching backstage. And is it a different hour that you were doing Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know. If it was. Well, oh, it's but, a totally but different fall, one. I, yeah, I'm doing a new one from Edinburgh, but this fall, like, in, I'm, I'm in, um, I'm in, I'm at the Bellingham Festival on August 14th, and in Portland at the Aladdin Theater on, uh, sorry, October 14th and October 15th. I'm in Bellingham and then Portland, which I'm doing just an hour stand up at both of those, and then I'm okay. at, um, yeah, Tampa Improv and Orlando Improv in December 6th and 7th, doing just stand up. Awesome. Yeah. That improv is the weirdest little improv in. America. Oh, is it? Oh God, which been? one? I haven't. The Tampa. It's got oh, three levels. It's actually really cool. It's 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 a, in a building that's between. I don't think it was a building, and it's between two buildings. And they left the structure of the walls, like the walls. You can see the windows and the bricks of the buildings that it's built between. Does Whoa. that make sense? I think so. It's like it's like there's no walls between the building. You just get the building and the windows. But it's also very tall. It's like a almost like a brownstone. Like it's three stories. Mm. It's a crazy room. It's not correct. I will say that for comedy, oh it is not right. But Tampa is a fun city. People are fucking insane. So it's a okay, good time. I'm excited. I, I performed in yeah. Tampa before, but never to do stand up. So I'm excited. I, I I love and also just to see like who's on the grinder grid in these like little cities. <laughs> My friend who's into dads um says he like can't get ass here in New York, but anytime he leaves and goes to like Tampa, he gets so much ass. That's so funny because it's like a bunch <laughs> of like straight old men, you know, that yeah. are on there that are scared. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but everyone listening, go to those shows. Yeah, I'm also doing the, the New York Comedy Festival on 9th and 10th. I'm going to be at the Bell oh House. Oh, my gosh. Theater. Oh. Yeah. Waiter, how long are you in town? I'm here. Wait, that's where the... we do our live shows at the Bell House. Oh, I'm, Bob and I did ours back back in the day a long time ago. Um, I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be there the 8th, 9th, 10th. And I'm in, then I'm at the Towers Comedy Festival on the 11th in Rehoboth Beach. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you wanted to come do my show on the 12th, you're always, you're welcome. To, yeah, to we, come, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be out by then, but I absolutely fucking would have. I had such a good time doing the live before. It was so fun. Thank you. Anytime you're in New York, you want to do the show. It's a really fun show. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, cool. I think I think you want to plug anything, Maddie? You're Maddie, king of the fats. <laughs> no, it's stand up, <laughs> and I will not accept that. 
but I am, uh, I'm, I am, you can follow me on Instagram at Maddie T. Wiener. I'm going on tour. I have a mailing list and I have another podcast called Phones in the Bag. It's a comedy podcast with my buddy. Um, so it's a good time. Can, you, can you let the people know that when I say King of the Fats, it's, it's, it's with love because I do feel- I know it is with love, but I also reject is, it and I don't want it. But is it, <laughs> but it's, it, it's not the word, the fats that's No, it's just that you. I don't want to, no. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I'm not want being the bullied. to know yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, Nobody yeah, yeah. needs to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you are the, in my, heart you're the king of the fats Thanks. maddie had a very very viral clip about like weight loss 20 million views her her first Work. big big Thanks. big viral clip and Thanks. we're very very proud of them thank you i love you i love you too and it's because of the comedy and not because of the other thing that i said thank you um <laughs> well thank you everyone goodbye listener thank you for listening we could not make this show Without our patrons! Now more than ever, honestly. The, the patrons, you are the backbone. You have no idea. Knowing that your dollar is coming in every month makes it easier for me to pay my three full-time employees who support this show, support the promotion of this show. Are, they're working while I'm on tour, performing live for you. There's a lot of people who put this together. Patreon.com slash WHS for full bonus episodes, live streams, and just the, the goodness in your heart, the goodness in your heart that you gave me a dollar to support queer people and uplift other queer people like Maddie and our guests to get them, get them started in their careers. Why haven't you done it in a time? Patreon.com slash WHGS. Uh, go to my website to get a text from me when I'm in your city. You guys are the absolute best. Gay thought. I posted on my story, hey, I'm in Denver. Does anyone want to come over and watch the Liberty game? <laughs> not, not, not quite that bad. It was something like, uh, I'm looking for a place to watch the Liberty game. And a couple people replied to me, like, this is the gayest thing I've ever seen. And I don't think it's just gay because of the Liberty game or Denver. I think it's gay because of personal safety. Isn't that so nice when you're a lesbian that you can just go on the internet and be like, hey, I want to meet gay people. You want to meet up at this bar to watch the Liberty game. And you know those people are statistically less likely to kill you. That's such a wonderful thing, you know? Just knowing that you can hang out with people and not feel scared. I know some of you guys feel scared because social anxiety, but like scared for your personal safety. Put yourself out there, listener. The queers are safe. This is bad advice. I'm going to get sued for this. I'm going to absolutely, someone's going to go onto their Instagram and be like, Ashley told me to invite a stranger to my home. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, we're not the most, have you met a queer recently? We are not the most alarming group of people. And a lot of us, you know, we got joint pain, so we can't even pick our, our arm to punch you. Anyway, that was my gay thought today. Thanks for being here, guys. I really appreciate you deeply from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom, from the bottom to the bottoms. I appreciate you. <laughs>